Hello and welcome to The Silver King's War. I'm Michael Sievers, the writer, producer, and creator of this podcast series about my father's Second World War as a B-26 bombardier. Today we will conclude with the Lakeland letters that the Silver King wrote from pilot school in Florida. He has just turned 20, and it's late April in 1943. On Wednesday, April 28th, he writes, Dearest ones, had my 10-hour check today and flunked it. I'm through, washed out. The check writer said I didn't have enough coordination. That's a laugh. I don't know what will happen now, and I don't give a damn. Don't feel like writing anymore. Write, Dad, the swell news. I haven't got the heart. Love, Stan. Our hero, the Silver King, has hit a very low point in his war. He's washed out of pilot school. His dream of flying, for the moment, is unclear. Life is uncertain. He's unhappy. And he writes a long letter on Monday, May 3rd, 1943, to his mother. Mother dearest, I am terribly ashamed of myself for not writing. If you worried, please forgive me. Other than feeling a little low, all is well. Of course, having been eliminated from flying was a great blow. I must admit, nothing has ever hurt me quite as much. Perhaps if I knew I couldn't fly, it wouldn't be so difficult to stomach. Yet I have reason to believe I can fly. Having been up solo on two separate occasions is proof enough that it defeats me as to what the army expects of a man. However, I'm not beaten yet. They might keep me from flying a plane, but they will have to go like hell to hold me down. I am more determined than ever to reach the top. No one man will stop me. At present, I must wait here for reassignment and transfer. Depending upon the results of the mental exams I took in Nashville is how this is decided. Either I shall be classified as a bombardier or navigator and return to Nashville, or I go into the ranks as a private. In the meantime, as I wait for this decision, my day is occupied with two drill periods and two calisthenics periods. The remainder of the day, my time is free, and there is too much of it. It would be much better if I was kept busy all day. Saturday, I got an overnight pass to go to Tampa. I went over with another fellow and feel lots better after having gotten away from this place. We had a swell time. Tampa wasn't much to see, but we got a kick out of the way the enlisted men saluted us. My arm is actually sore from returning so many salutes. Even the WAC saluted us. Evidently, they all thought we were officers. At least I felt like an officer for one day, in case I never become one. I also met a very cute WAC and have a date with her next Saturday night. 
Her name is Betsy, and she is just as cute as her name sounds. She is stationed in Tampa, and her home is in Lakeland, which makes it even more convenient. We rode back together on the bus from Tampa. When we got off here, a fellow wanted to take a picture of us together. Well, who was I to refuse? I might end up in the movies yet. By the way, should I get married if she should ask me? No more news, dear. Please don't worry about me. Just believe in me. All I ask is that you keep the faith in me. I've failed you once again. But as God is my witness, I swear you shall be very proud of me. Have patience. I'll succeed come hell or high water. Take good care of yourself and have lots of fun. Write when you get the chance. I know the parties are keeping you busy. My love to Leona, Lee, and Richie, and everyone. I love you and miss you, Stan. Stanley will write a final letter from Lakeland, Florida, and the Ludwig School of Aeronautics, dated Wednesday, May 12, 1943. Dearest ones, thanks a million for wiring the money. You are probably wondering why I asked for it. They have a peculiar system worked out here. It goes something like this. As you know, this is a civilian school, and I, as part of the Army, only room and board here. Consequently, I have to pay for it. It may sound funny, but that's the way it's run. At the end of the month, when the cadets are paid, they receive a grand total of $139. But when they reach the end of the pay line, they come out with the usual 75. It's like a game of give and take. Now, since I'm leaving in the middle of the month, I must pay it out of my own pocket to be reimbursed for it as well during the next pay. When I receive this, I'll settle my debt with you. I'm leaving tomorrow for Nashville, back to the hole to begin all over again as a bombardier or navigator so I'm still a cadet and happy about the whole thing. Not everyone gets to go back. The rest are sent to basic training centers as privates. I guess I'm pretty lucky to be going back. You asked how many in my class have washed out. It's kind of hard to believe, but to date, 75% have washed. Out of a class of 240 men, only 80 are still flying. Perhaps now you can understand why the government is yelling so for pilots. As for myself, I can't understand it. Mother dearest, it was swell talking to you Sunday. It took me from 1 p.m. to finally get you, and I had to almost bribe the operator then to get me through. I wanted to send you something, but I didn't have the chance. From your letter, I could tell you had a swell day. You certainly deserve everything in the world. I can imagine how glad Dad is to have you home. I just wish I could have been there with him to greet you. However, since I'll be in Nashville, you can drive up there. I'll write you as soon as I get there. It will take me 30 hours to get there. Should be there sometime Saturday. No other news. 
Take care of yourselves, and thanks again for the money. I love you, and I miss you. Stan. This is the end of the Silver King's writing from Pilot School. He will ride a train on a return trip to Nashville, and from there he will be assigned to bombardier or navigation training. And his next letters will be from those postings. You are listening to The Silver King's War.